there's no better way to prepare for open field tackling than trying to open field tackle a, a, a greased oh, up yeah. little pig. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Could like you that, imagine uh, that? <laughs> if you ESPN three is looking just uh, NFL athletes mud wrestling. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back to, to the, the Harvester Sports, Sports Podcast. Podcast. Episode I'm, oh, uh, oh episode thirty-eight. I'm Noah. I'm Austin. Welcome back. Thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> it's been a it's been a, a rough week. I know as soon as the one podcast ends, then the smile fades. You start crying exactly, until the next yeah. podcast comes out. <laughs> <You're> please, <laughs> <laughs> please. There's people lining up outside the building. They're just waiting. <laughs> My neighbors are asking why there's so many women here. And, and then it happens where I forget what day of the week it is. I'm like, is it Wednesday or is it Thursday? And then they're crying, waiting for the podcast. Exactly. To yeah. I woke up and I was like, oh, it's a good Tuesday morning. It's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right into it. You want, you want, you want like, a, you want to start out hard? You want to start out like with a hard hitting question or you just start light? What do you want? What do you want, man? <laughs> What do you want? What are you feeling today? I, I don't. Whatever. You... Let's start out light. Let's talk about. We talked on the last podcast. John Madden officially in the cover. Madden twenty three. The, the best possible option, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I also I love the the cover art they did for him. I was cheesing. It's like the old school, the old school. He hasn't been on one since two thousand, I think, which is wild. Cal Poly alum Grace in the cover of Madden. <laughs> there you go. Back, there he is. Back. <laughs> Some people were mad that. They didn't do his like legend edition, and then have someone else really be on the cover. I mean, it's like at the end of the day, it's his game. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. I mean, it's literally named after him. You can't be mad that he's on the yeah, cover. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> You're not entitled to a cover athlete. Like it used to be him on the cover every year when it first started yeah. off. Yeah. Do you think they have more pressure now to make the game like better because it's like him on the cover? Like now we have to live up to his legacy. Oh, that's probably well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like maybe they'll actually change the game now. And <laughs> Instead of copy and paste. Do you think JJ Koski has more pressure to be the cover athlete next year? Yeah, he to probably... follow in the footsteps of Cal Poly alum. So oh, he can yeah. be the next yeah, one. Yeah, he's, he's probably back to back years. He's probably sweating right now at night thinking about it. That like he needs to be the next Cal Poly alum. It's him or Weird Al. That or Chuck Liddell. So there's. I wonder how many. <laughs> I wonder how many. Right high. There's some big name colleges that haven't had one yet, but Cal Poly's been on the cover. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, Fresno's never had one. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, John Madden went to Cal Poly when he when he was a, well, obviously when he was a college student, so like the fifties or whatever. Yeah. It was probably like seven man or eight man football, but he, he was in in the trenches. Yeah, do you think they had like one bar and leather helmet? Ryan Fitzpatrick, also known as Fitz Magic, retires after seventeen seasons. And I was after that. I was thinking, like, do you, he's probably pretty close to have beaten every team in the NFL. Because I know there's not a lot of guys that get to do that, but they're like one team guys. He's probably pretty close because he was for sure played against all of them. Yeah, because he was a Ram, a Bengal, a Buff, uh, a Bill, a Titan, a Texan, a Jet, a Buccaneer, uh, a Dolphin, and then he finished with the Commanders last year. Yeah, well, he's he was on 28 percent of NFL teams or something. That's like wild. That. And. Then, People are calling him like one of the greatest like journeymen of all time. Like it's either him or Josh McCown. Yeah, Josh McCown been around too. But I mean, it's, it's wild to be. Usually, if you're in the league for was was it seventeen seventeen years, yeah. usually it's because you're like a franchise guy on one team. But he's 
No, he's just not built like the rest. <laughs> exactly. He's a, a different breed. And he's been like, when he pops up, like he's been able to win games. I remember at being at the Raider game versus the Dolphins and that controversial uh, face, face mask. mask. Yeah, yeah, where, where he still completely passed. Yeah, yeah. that picture is also instead of him just like halfway gone. I, I mean, yeah, that's why, like, it's wild that he's been able to play so long and play so, like, effectively, too. Like, not as good as some of the other guys, like Brady, who's played, like, really long, but he's, like, won Super Bowls, but he's still been able to play good football. Well, I think most people think of him as sort of like a, a lot of people look at him as, like, a career backup, but, yeah. he, I mean, he's also played well and one of the... One of the more lovable quarterbacks. Oh, of all for time. sure, yeah. As but isn't he finishing with it? How many yards is he finishing? Like top forty? Yeah, or he's, he's right? finishing fortieth in yards and touchdowns. Like top forty in yards and touchdowns. Yeah, that's uh, not a small feat. No, I saw. But I saw people saying like, "So is he a Hall of Famer?" And vicious in the comments. Like as soon as you like talk about like like like, oh, this guy screws over. Is he that vicious in the comments? People don't don't care when the man. The man retired. You don't need a. Don't bring that, up questions that that you know the answer yeah, to. Yeah, don't bring questions that we, we don't, don't need let's, to ask. Let's focus questions. on like the positive of like, oh, he actually was like underappreciated. But then you start saying Hall of Famer. Yeah, like, exactly. All right, well, yeah. Nah, and then it's he, like, no, he he's not going to measure up for that <laughs> one. Like people are like, hey, he's like such a nice guy, all this stuff, and he's like, is he a Hall of Famer? People like you know football fans. NCs are attacking the man's character and everything. Like you see the way he looks, his beard's dumb. I'm like, please relax. <laughs> the man's been retired for like an hour. Can we just breathe? And just celebrate it. But someone who's been on a lot of teams, and I think is a Hall of Famer, and that's also retired today, is Frank Gore. The number three, he's gonna be the number three rusher of all time when he's done. And he signed a one-day contract with the Niners and after 16 seasons. Yeah, I mean prime prime Frank Gore on the on the Niners yeah. was pretty uh pr- pretty tough guy to stop. I remember, it- that was during sort of the Back when the rivalry of the Bay, the yeah. Battle of the Bay, mm-hmm. felt more, uh, more like it was more an actual authentic, Battle yeah. of the Bay because <laughs> it was in the Bay. Yeah, but um, yeah, he he was pretty pretty close to unstoppable guy. Is was it just me or did you think he played for like thirty seasons? Like when I heard sixteen, I was like, that's no shot. He's played for way longer. Yeah, and that's been the joke that he's like the dude that's been in the league forever. Well, and it's hilarious if you look at his like photos of just like his, his um like picture day photos on each yeah, team uh-huh. the man looks like the same like, it's <laughs> yeah. not, like if you if age. you pull up like the tom brady ones he looks completely different uh, each yeah. and every year but frank gore's like that's just <laughs> no, that's, just, that's frank. just frank gore man <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just frank it looks like you could have photoshopped a different jersey on him or something. oh yeah <laughs> and that's like him and fitzmagic very different careers fitzmagic went to a different team like every two years played for 17 seasons frank gore was on the niners for 10 years you know mm-hmm. so he he was a pretty solid, like, he got to do what most people dream of, like, staying on one team for a majority of your career before thinking he still had it and tried to venture off a little bit. Yeah, I think it's also interesting to see because most of the guys that we see in the league that have been around for that long, mm-hmm. are, are, like, if, if you're still relevant after 15 years or whatever, yeah, you're almost always, that was a wild noise, Yeah, that's cool. you're almost always a quarterback, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, like a quarterback or a kicker. Yeah, so... You, um, positions, especially it's remarkable that Frank Gore has been in the league or was in the league for as long as he was because his style of football is very physical. Yeah, exactly. And, and just like the position alone, like being a running back and playing for that so long, for so long is wild. Like you see running backs retire like 29, 30. This guy's playing well past yeah. that. Well, you see guys now think, think about who the best running backs in the league have been for the past five years. You've got 
Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin yeah. Cook, mm-hmm. um, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, every yeah. single one of those guys, big injury problems. <laughs> yeah, like not, yeah. not a single one of those guys has not had a season that they were like out mm-hmm. of for the whole season. Yeah. And pe- it's even it's even more wild because people are saying like like with Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry just turned 29 and people are like, oh, his career is about to start going down. When Frank Gore played until he's like deep in his 30s. So it's, it's just wild to see someone from that position being able to play for so long. How... Uh, how old do you think is Adrian Peterson? He's probably around that same draft he's, class. Yeah, he's got to be around there. I I think AP, same draft class as your boy. That makes a lot of sense. Was that 07, 08, 07, yeah. I think? Jamarcus, Jamarcus. I think drafted like three picks after. And that's on the list of when people say like, did you know the Raiders could have drafted this guy? Yeah. Instead of Marcus? And we're like, yeah, we know. Every time you see that, does it get worse and worse? <laughs> I mean, it, it, the thing is, it's not. At the time, it was a good pick. Like no, that he like he was the consensus first yeah. overall pick. He was the best quarterback. Raiders needed a quarterback. You pick yeah. him. I don't know. Maybe I don't know how you would have known that he was going to be that much yeah. of a bust unless you more thoroughly spoke to him about mm-hmm. his passion and commitment to football. I mean, yeah, I don't exactly. know. Yeah. It's, it's not like there was a level of scouting that would have uncovered that mm-hmm. he didn't want to watch film. This is going to make us sound really young, and I know we've been yelled at before, where it's like, you need to go back and watch Jerry Rice play. Remember we got flamed for that? I just wasn't born back then, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, we're doing our fantasy draft right now for the rookies, and we get 24 hours a pick. And DCA uh, was telling me that back in the day for the real NFL draft, there was no draft block. So just you could do however long it took. And he was telling me a story about the Cowboys didn't think they had enough information on the guy. So they flew out to see him, worked him out, and then flew back and then made the pick. I wish we had had it like that in our fantasy draft because 24 hours is not enough for me. I'm, I've You're been the on one the that's cl- taken 24 hours twice now. Yeah, two, two times I've taken the full 24 hours and made my draft pick. And the worst is that you know who the pick is, hour three, and you're like, I'm going to pick tomorrow. I'll tell you, I... My third round pick, I'll tell you right now, I already know who I'm going to draft. I'm going <laughs> to pick them at the 24th hour. Our, dra- our draft started <laughs> last Saturday, so tomorrow will be a full week since the draft started with 12 guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so, and, and I'm drafting them boys. My that's why like, I knew DC8 was right for being worried. He he was doing the math. And he's like, this could take a month. <laughs> he's like, if each dude took 24 hours, this would be a month. I mean, it's the off season. There's no, yeah. well, what else are you going to there's, there's no, no it's just reason the worst when the boys are like taunting you like i know i'm gonna take I'm like can you take him like i'll do it in the morning i'm like all right <laughs> thanks man like guys texting me that they're gonna sleep on their pick i was like okay that's good no you th- you think i didn't know right away i was like all right i'm taking malik willis and then i said you know what let's let this ride out for a bit we had one of our boys who slept through his final 24 hours and it auto picked and he said i'm cheesing i was gonna take him anyways do you that think- was me <laughs> okay I, what there was no i was talking about or sawhill said that to me that he oh, was, really do you think he was actually cheesing or do you think he said he had no clue who that guy was uh, mine actually mine i actually yours did, was your guy you were because i was gonna take um james cook yeah um which i'm pretty sure i could be mistaken but i think james cook is also the name of somebody from like the 15 or 1600s that went to hawaii and killed a bunch of natives <laughs> It's not a fact, I, I don't, that could, that could, I, it was for sure something cook. I did a report on him in like third grade, but. <laughs> this mission project went wild back so, there. So that, so that was giving me a little bit of red flags about yeah, that. Yeah, you're worried him, a little but, bit. You know, other than that. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> I was like, I, I don't think he's genocidal. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good to know. Now let's get to the tough question, right? <laughs> okay. Another player is saying they want to retire. He said he wanted to retire a Steeler. And that person is Antonio Brown. And I just wanted to know, do you think he's a Hall of Famer or do you think his 
actions lately have taken that away from him? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I don't, I don't think his actions have, I think you, you have to separate, I mean, m- maybe it will impact that and maybe it'll, let me see. I'm trying to think. So he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven thousand yard seasons. That looks a lot like a hall of fame, a hall of fame resume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, on, only played for, um, for 12 years, but yeah. seven of those were thousand yard seasons. I think that probably is a hall of fame career night and, and i think you this stuff is probably going to keep him i i think all the off the field stuff will keep him from being a first ballot guy yeah. and maybe he shouldn't be a first ballot guy anyways but i think he hasn't really done anything that should yeah should prohibit him from being in the hall of fame yeah but this i think you're i think it's exactly right i think he won't be a first ballot because the stuff like attacking certain members like of the head guys like of certain teams right like attacking owners and goodell that might push him back but i think inevitably he'll make it because if you look at it before all the crazy stuff went down he still was going to be one of the best wide receivers of all time he probably still is one of the best wide receivers of all time especially when the raiders drafted him i was me i was like oh it's over like we got one of the best players to ever play there still are a lot of like what ifs when you look at his career of like um like what if things didn't go so south so quickly oh. in Pittsburgh if he mm-hmm. would have like kept playing there? I mean, obviously Big Ben's years there um pretty numbered anyways. Yeah. But um but yeah, if he could have the rate he was going where you're having like fifth consistently fifteen hundred yard seasons exactly, yeah. is ridiculous. I think he You think he gets his in. statistics show that he should yeah. be a Hall of Famer. I think it'll be really interesting when he does get in because it's so it's just different when you have somebody like um, that gets put into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Then they give their speech. That fan base or whatever teams they played for, yeah. their fan bases are all like cheering, like yeah, yeah, we uh-huh. love you. Exactly. Uh, half I think it's a pretty like Steelers fans are pretty divided. Oh about, yeah. Like and like I exa- exactly because during that like if he makes it in or when he makes it in that celebration, half Steeler fans. I don't think any Raiders fans. Probably no Patriots fans, and I don't know if Buccaneers fans. Well, I mean, if you're a Steelers fan, then it's like, all right, you gave us a lot of, lot of production. You made yeah. it to the Pro Bowl however many times. Uh, we're at, we're at the top of the game, best rec- one of the best receivers, if not best receiver in the league for a lot of years in a row. Also, um, you you didn't win us a Super Bowl. And yeah. then everything went to crap. You started fighting with our team, and then you yeah. left, and you started bad mouthing our team. Exactly. So it's sort of like because it felt like I just it, maybe it's happened longer than I can remember, but I feel like that switch in Pittsburgh was really fast. Like there were things were going really well, and all of a sudden they just weren't. You know what I'm saying? That switch felt really quick. Yeah, but that that Pittsburgh team, if you if you actually look at who is on that team, yeah, it's wild that. They weren't more successful in the yeah, playoffs uh, than exactly. they should have been. You look at like prime Big Ben, prime mm-hmm. AB, prime Le'Veon yeah. Bell, uh-huh. great offensive line. No, that those are always Ryan Shazier. Yeah, those are Mika always Fitzpatrick. One of the great, like one of the best teams. Like it's one of those teams where it's like this is one of the best teams. It's like the Nets. It's like how didn't they win? You know what I'm saying? It's like Nets with Kyrie, uh, Kyrie, Katie, and Harden. It's like how didn't these guys win? How didn't the Steelers win? Yeah, well, there's, like AB got there's that ring. photo of um, the Steelers at the Pro Bowl one year, and there's like nine guys. Yeah, exactly. it's like the whole offensive like line. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so wild because AB has one ring, and it's with the Buccaneers. You know, so 
It's gonna, I, it's gonna be. I think you're right. I think he's gonna get in. I just don't think it's gonna be that first slot. I think his his actions have hurt him that way. Where I don't know if he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer now because of that. Because mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I I think there's gonna be some some repercussions to like insulting the commissioner and like the owners, like the Raiders owners and stuff like that. And he's just um, divisive, exactly, which yeah. uh, which which doesn't ever help. Mm. with something like that but uh, by by i think also the people that decide that um are professionals and probably yeah. set aside yeah and their their own biases and if i saw he was getting like when he tweeted like he has it pinned on his twitter right now that i want to retire Steeler. Mm-hmm. right i saw people started hating on him attacking him and he had to make another tweet he said to clarify i want to retire not play <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, you know how at the NFL Combine, there's all these different measurements. There's the 40-yard dash, the yeah. um, vertical jump, long uh, jump. Yep. I don't think it's called long jump. That'd be something else. But I don't know. <laughs> it's like Whatever close. it is. Um, but I was curious. I've got a list of names. and oh, I'm going. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to read you the names of a few different NFL players. Okay. And you try to guess how many reps of 225 they put up on bench okay. during, their, during their NFL Combine. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Uh, first one we've got is Tyreek Hill. Nine. Uh, he put up 13. Oh, a little strong boy. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Okay. Um, DK Metcalf. 19. 27. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is the like... jacked. <laughs> which, like, position players that are... Yeah. Like, like that's absolutely ridiculous. No, that that's probably up there with, like, the... Like oh yeah, and we've stuff. seen the Go pictures of him and uh, Hunter Renfro. <laughs> These two play <laughs> the same like, league. <laughs> yeah, they play the same position. Yes. One of them made the Pro Bowl, one didn't. <laughs> All right, and then we've got Christian McCaffrey. Oh poor, uh, he might be a sleeper pick. I'll say like eleven. Uh, ten. Oh, that was close. Which is, okay. I think he's he's probably come a long way since uh, since college. Yeah. The pictures of him now. Oh, he's, he's jacked. Yeah. Absolutely. Yoked. Like, I mean, like guys like that, I, they might need to start putting in the leg press for like Saquon and stuff like that. We might need to start seeing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. In. If they have, I guess that they probably don't want them like maxing out on squats or I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they, they should do Put that leg press machine in and let's see and, them, and how, 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 how make those boys push, man. <laughs> or if they have them do a one rep max of deadlift. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like you got dudes like passing the, out yeah, doing the injuries and skyrocket stuff. through the oh, NFL combine. Definitely. <laughs> Um, all right, Aaron Donald. Oh, 31. Pretty close, 35. All right, and then the last... To be fair, I would put zero up, by the way. <laughs> the uh, the last one the last one I've got is Jay Cutler. Oh, Jay, five. Because he's one of most quarterbacks... Yeah, most quarterbacks don't, don't do it. Don't do it. So he's, yeah. the only, he's the most relevant quarterback I could find. That okay, is. so this is going to be really embarrassing See, then if he said, screw it, I'm going to do it, and he completely flopped. So I'm, did he flop five, I'll say? He hit 23 reps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. He said, I'm going to do this thing, and I'm going to crush it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because if you're... I think most quarterbacks that choose to do the bench press... Yeah. It, like either it's because there's like questions about position, like you might get moved yeah. to a different position, uh-huh. or you just got that dog. Yeah, you just you got that you got dog in it. It's prove. like an X-ray. Got <laughs> found that dog in it. <laughs> That's wild that he decided to do it. I'm. We need. Uh, yeah, and bench pressed uh, almost twice as much as Tyree Hill, and over I, twice yeah. as much as Christian. Did McCaffrey. Derek do it? Derek didn't do it, huh? 
Derek didn't do it. And DCA, DCA didn't, do didn't do it. Do it. So most I, cor- the the only Jay Cutler is the most successful quarterback I could find that yeah. did the bench. Do press. you think we the, should uh, ambush? Vinny Tescaverdi is the other one that he did it. I don't oh, know nice. how many reps he did. <laughs> do you think we should ambush Derek and DCA when they're at the gym next time and we make them do it because they never did it before? Didn't okay. I'm pretty. Sh- I I might be tripping. I don't know if he. I don't know if DCA was there for, but NFL Network definitely had a bench in studio and had people doing it. Oh, if he did. And I'm pretty sure he was He might have attempted. I remember I seeing I, I saw some guys I think do he, it. I think he I think he was there. Dude, I'm telling you guys, you don't you guys don't understand. When I see this when I go to the gym with this man, when I see him go to the gym, he does shrugs and that's it. Then he goes home. Like that's all he does. He's in the gym for like 20 minutes and he's 42 now. He the man is jacked and all he does is shrugs. Oh no. I'm pu- I'm pulling up the pull, pull up the stats. Pull, pull, pull the stats. Up why is he out doing shrugs? Oh, it's so that he can help carry yeah. more groceries. And exactly, he yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't have now. to take more than one trip. He just holds them all at his side. He, he claims he has one good full-speed sprint left in him, and then that'd be done, like, for his career. DCA was spotting. He did, he wasn't oh. he wasn't benching. How'd the spot look? Was it clean, though? Or was he looking Let like? Let me see if they used him. <laughs> what does what this come to? We're just watching, critiquing his squat, his uh, <laughs> his spotting form. All right, it's pretty good. He he gave him a little belly rub after he grabbed. Okay, it off but he wasn't he wasn't the type to like be doing most of the workout for you, like those types of squatters. No, he just waited till he failed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That thing would kill me. I if as soon as it got off the bar, that thing's coming down dead. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is like, what if, <laughs> what what if I read you off a name? And you guessed, you were like, oh, probably not very many, like three. And I was like, actually, no, they, he got no reps and they didn't spot him and he just died. They just let it fall on him. <laughs> like, <laughs> Except legit, if I, if I was like a quarterback and yeah. I decided, you know what, give me a, let, let, let me, let, let me do the yeah, let bench me cook, press. Let me hit it. And then I only get like one or two reps. Yeah. I'm saying I don't want a spotter. Let me die. Cause I don't, I don't want <laughs> like, you tell them, like, you like, that, tell them, you, I, like, I, I, cause imagine I, if, you, imagine if you fail your first rep. Oh yeah. Like you could, <laughs> what I would do is I would, I'd say put the bench in a, a room with glass window with glass walls. I'm going to lock the door. If I fail, I fail. No one else is, <laughs> no one else is coming in. It's just going to be me. If, the, if I can't get this thing off me, I'm dead. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> What's the one event you think you would be the best at at the combine? You think you're forty? Probably bench press. I'm really slow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a quick sprinter. Do you jump yeah. high? Is your vert good? No, I'm really bad at jumping. <laughs> so you would kill the bench press and then you're done. <laughs> Even the complete opposite. You're only doing bench and you're leaving. No, the I would. Only, I would only do bench. I'd put a, a mediocre sub, actually sub mediocre forty time. And then a uh, horrible vertical jump. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Maybe we should. They should. Oh, and if if I had to run the shuttle that the receiver's yeah. on, I'm getting domed in the head. Oh, oh yeah, when you have to turn and catch the ball, it's GG. In, in that moment, how stressful that is. I'm not going to remember what direction. Oh no, <laughs> it's like Vietnam. I'm just confused. And what? <laughs> just running in a daze. <laughs> what event could they throw in there that'd be kind of fun? They should throw in like rocky like they'd make you catch a chicken <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> they just throw it and they go go <laughs> that's really good if at the nfl combine they they say like all right we're gonna time you see how long it takes you to catch this <laughs> yeah. chicken in this cage <laughs> oh they don't tell you the event you go in and like what's next uh chicken catch <laughs> or um <laughs> yeah if, if you show up to the comment like all right your 40 time was pretty good you had a good bench there's one last test we want to see from you 
So we've got a greased up. We've got yeah. we, we've got a greased up pot belly pig. We want to see exactly. you chase it down. Or they go. How long does it take you to grab him? That's a that can be a good drill for like DBs and exactly. Stuff. They bring you in a dark room and they're like sit right here and then the lights go on. Gate opens. You're on a bull. <laughs> Just hold on. <laughs> like, what's that noise, man? There's no there's no better way to prepare for open field tackling than trying to open field tackle a, a, a greased oh, up yeah. little pig. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. It's Could like you that, imagine uh, that? If you ESPN three is looking just uh, NFL athletes mud wrestling. <laughs> or if they had um you know, in dodgeball that if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a dodgeball. Yeah, <laughs> If, if you can life. catch a chicken, you can catch a running back. <laughs> real life hot potato, warm that bad boy up and start tossing that thing. Well, that's um, who's got the most resolve. Have you played with? I've I've got um, who was it? I a friend that had an electric potato. Don't it warmed up? So, so no, it shocks you. Oh, like it's that's, covered. That's it, it's covered in like like it shocks you. That's and sick. You don't know how long it's gonna take, so you play hot potato and it shocks you. I think they should have him play that. That's clean it up. <laughs> What if you just turned on ESPN three again and just Russian roulette? Well, they they need to do the um, oh, what that event in the Olympics where they ski and then shoot. Oh yeah, no have you seen their their arm bend in that? No, you need to look at the pose. Shots. Some of these guys hit, but their elbows like sticking out this way. Like the it's it's human it's evolution. <laughs> what if you did it and it was just like you're like let's see what the combine's going on. And it's just them playing Uno. It's like, oh, great intelligence here. Spice Uno. Yeah. It's, oh. Great plus four placement. <laughs> That's how you know he's gonna be really intelligent in the NFL. Now it's time to talk about the Warriors, all right? The Warriors, Warriors, Schmorriors. <laughs> That's good. Warriors, Lawriors. Oh. So the Warriors. Weird because Celtics is the only team with an L in it, but it looks like it's the Warriors. <laughs> That's good. That was gonna be really good. I was so excited. <laughs> So the Warriors blew a lead last night. Sadly, I can't remember how many points it was. But uh, they, I, I know at the, I think two minutes left in the third, they were up by like fifteen or something like that. Yeah. Here's the thing, I don't. I've decided I don't care which team wins. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see everyone have fun. <laughs> I want to see some good basketball. Yeah, you should right? see some good basketball. <laughs> but um, yeah, heading into the series, I thought the Warriors were for sure the upper. Yeah, that had the upper hand considering the Celtics took seven games to beat the Heat, and I don't think the Heat are as talented um, as the Warriors. That great of a team, um, uh, relatively speaking. But yeah, I mean, after I mean, last night, I don't yeah, know. Through the first half, series. it looked like you were right. It looked like the Warriors were gonna like like glide through this, you know. Well, I mean, the the first first half, it was really really close, and then. Um, Third quarter, they came out and Warriors just put them away. But then they said, no, no, yeah, no, not, not so fast. For the Warriors, I would be the part that I would be incredibly worried about is the fact that um, basically the Warriors lost by 12 points. Yeah. And Jason Tatum played like trash. Yeah. Like he went three for 17. Yeah. So what's going to happen when so Jason head, Tatum like heading, heading into this series, I was like, all right, the. The Warriors are probably going to win this all unless Jason Tatum goes crazy. Yeah, but Jason they won. Tatum and Jason, yeah, was not he? He went like three for seventeen, mm-hmm. and then the Celtics win by double digits. Like, you should be pretty frightened if you're the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, but Al Horford was the one that was carrying the Celtics last night. He went. He had twenty six points, six rebounds, and went six from three. Yeah, Al and um, Marcus. Yeah, Marcus Smart. Yeah, 
Yeah, and so um, which is good because the whole thing they were talking about, like leading up to this game, was like Brown. That's what I was Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Brown. The whole I like, think leading up to this game was like the Warriors such a good like three point shooting team, and then it's like well the Celtics are one of, like the best defenses we've ever seen at guarding the three pointer. So it's it's going to be a great matchup no matter what. Like the Celtics feel like just a good all around basketball team. Like like how we've talked about in previous podcasts, the Warriors had to like overcompensate right on defense because uh Steph wasn't that good of a defender right he's more of a shooter feels like the Celtics are more like all around balanced team like that yeah well the these are both these teams are really good defensive teams um but then also obviously have really good scores so it's um I mean once they figured out how to like Steph's shots I think his first like nine threes like he like seven for nine or something like that but then once they kind of switched up the way they were defending him, figured out some different stuff, and then, I mean, there's not that much you can do yeah. when your when your shots are not falling and their shots are falling. Yeah, and that's just. And it's do you, do you think it's easier like as a team like the Celtics where you're like more well balanced, and then like compared like to a team like the Lakers where like a lot of times in the Lakers season it was like to win this game like LeBron's gonna have to like put everything on his back when the Celtics are more like if the team plays good we're gonna win. Like it's, it's better having that overall balanced team than like that one guy. It's like this guy needs to. If, the guy, if this guy doesn't have a good game, we're gonna lose. Um, poten- potentially, but also if you think about like, I mean, there's obviously examples of both ways. But yeah. um, 2016, or is it 2015? 2016, I think that yeah. when the Warriors and the Cavs played. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to discount Kyrie, but like LeBron took them back from a 3-1 deficit and beat, yeah. the, beat the Warriors when the Warriors were more more balanced. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, a lot of people criticize Steph for, like, not being, um, not stepping up in the finals. Yeah. Which is why he has three rings and no finals MVPs, which is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Which is very wild, yeah. I mean, it's, it's he's trying to, like they're all talking about, he's trying to, like, join that, like, four rings club, you know? So he, I'm, I'm excited for this series. This is one where I'm like, this will be this will be a good one. Like I I don't that game was a shocker. It's always good for like the Celtics to steal one away. You know, it's always like that's the big point of topic. Like if you can steal a game at the other person's home, like in the first in the first four games. So I guess we'll see. I mean, it'd be one thing if throughout the whole first half they're battling back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. If at the end of the game one team wins by a couple points, then it's like wow, that was like a tough loss, but it could have gone either way. But this was like. Like if you're the Warriors, like that's the worst way to lose a game. Yeah, is like uh-huh. you had a double digit lead, you lost by double digits, mm-hmm. and that and they weren't even playing at their full potential. I mean, yeah, obviously, exactly. Obviously, neither team was, but yeah. I mean, it'll be great. You still have the Warriors coming out on top. I don't know. I mean, it's it's. I don't know, man. I I think it's going. It's going probably the distance if not then like six games it's yeah. not gonna be a short series i think so too I, I mean i'm always no matter who's in it i'm always rooting for a game seven you know like a series to seven the finals is always gonna be a lot of fun now let's talk about something that uh adam silver said he said he wants uh his dream is for nba teams to be positionless how do you feel about that because i think it, there's a lot of controversy about like the all-star games and stuff right where it's like or like the first team and the second team like all NBA and stuff like that. Because people are like, how is this guy now? How's it going? I was like, well, we fill the, the point guard role, the shooting guard role. And so now he's trying to say, like, we just want to be positionless and just put your best guys on the court. It's tricky because, like, point guard, yeah. it, like, very much is yeah. its own position center for the most part. But but there's a lot of these where it's like, 
Yeah, because that, that, that was frustrating when they were deciding the first team versus uh, like NBA first team, NBA second yeah. team, uh, whatever. And it was like, all right, th- this doesn't really like like a lot of people's lists. I was like, okay, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't matter. Like, oh well, it's because um, the reason Joel Embiid isn't in there is because I already had somebody at that position. Yeah. Um, or like, oh well, I can't have Joel Embiid and Djokovic or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. it, it's it's weird because you can move guys around to different positions yeah, exactly. so easily in basketball. Yeah, and it feels like. Like you were saying, the point guard and the center feel like the two like bookends, right? The two ones are always going to be you, even if the if even if it's positionless, like going forward, you're still going to know who's playing the role of center and who's playing the role of point guard, even though even if that's not even what they're called anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think there there's exceptions to that. Like LeBron is a weird one because he is different last year with Russell Westbrook. You like you have a yeah. point guard, but there's been years. I mean, there's been years where LeBron has been at point. And then there's also been years where he's not playing point guard, but effectively he pretty much is the point guard because yeah. he's carrying the ball down mm-hmm. the court every time. So I don't really know how you define it. Usually center people just think like, all right, whoever the biggest guy on the court yeah. is mm-hmm. is the center. But then also if you got two big guys on the court, you're obviously moving guys around. But. Yeah. It was like so much nowadays the NBA like lineups aren't like old like old fashioned set in stone right guys are moving around a lot guys are playing like you said lebron's played point guard the next game he's playing power forward right it's very different and he could be labeled as a power forward but be playing the role of point guard like you said if you've got a really high level guy that wants to come to your team during free agency and you need a you need a strong forward but he's a power forward yeah you're still then you're him. you're not gonna be like oh well we, we're not gonna take you exactly like no you just take him and you kind yeah. of like work your yeah, those guys can move up and down very easily, yeah. What do you think they're going to call? Like, if they get rid of those but, positions, do you think they still call them point guard, shooting guard? Or how do you think we label yeah, them? I, I, One, I, two, don't three, four, five. I don't think you could get rid of positions. I mean, I, I get the argument because, yeah, to some extent it's, like, arbitrary. But also there's there's some things where it, it is kind of helpful to be, like, I don't know. Like, like, there's always the discussion of like who the best point guards of all time yeah. are. Like, what if point exactly. guard wasn't the position? Yeah, what if point guard's just gone, man? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you'd be like, um, what, who are the best people at the position where you primarily pass yeah. the ball and take the, the ball off the court? The, oh, you know, <laughs> Magic was pretty good at that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the person who would most likely be to get a rebound. Who is the best? <laughs> <laughs> there's also the question of like what's easier for like new fans of the game to understand. Yeah. And I, I that that's what a lot of people have said that that's why positions are a thing, uh-huh. or that's like why they have been a thing is when you start watching basketball that way. Once you understand, like, all right, this is the role of a point yeah. guard, this role of a center, exactly. a power forward. It, it, it's easier to understand roles yeah. when rather than having to look up like yeah, they'd be like, what does this guy do? I'm like, uh, they all do everything. Yeah, like like if you didn't know who Kobe Bryant was, that then you would have to like. Like really look into like, or what kind of play style is he? Like, what type yeah. of role does he fit? Mm-hmm. Versus, since there are positions, you could just look up and be like, all right, he mainly plays shooting guard. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. So. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think there's multiple ways where it could be good because like the NBA, like all team voting stuff like that. But again, like for younger fans, like you said, probably easier. So they could be like, the point guard does this. He's gonna be primarily control the ball. Center's getting the rebound, stuff like that. But also, it could make it more confusing too, because because then, yeah, then you're like you're like, wait a minute, I thought he was a I thought he was a shooting guard, but why is he? Yeah, wait, I thought you said LeBron played point. No, he's playing power forward right now. Oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> no, legit. They're like sometimes take everything you know about positions and go like this right now. 
Because well, a thing like, I think like the NFL very like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is a left tackle. He has to play this position. This is a, they can't just be like offensive line. You right. know what I'm saying? That's interesting that, yeah, like the NBA can move around more like that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the only sport that's really more more fluid yeah. like that. I mean, I guess it, it probably like hockey and maybe soccer, yeah. but even those, like, you, you have your set positions yeah, that you yeah, fall you back like to. Defensive back, like if yeah. you're not t- technically a defensive back, but you always stay back and play yeah, defense, uh-huh, then exactly. you're a defensive back. Yeah. What are your thoughts on divisions in the NBA? Because you've got your conferences, and then there's also divisions. But what I've been thinking about is, like, because in baseball, in mm-hmm. football, um, most sports, you the divisions are highly they, yeah. they, they matter a lot. Yeah, but, because it decides like who wins the division, yeah. gets into the playoffs. But the NBA doesn't really matter. Most people probably like you can't. Most people can't name who's in their team's division. Exactly. And half of basketball fans might not even know there are divisions. Guess what? I'm half. <laughs> I had no clue. So you know what that means? They don't need them. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean it's it's a weird thing because like the because when I look up the standings, like if I'm just looking up like yeah, you're looking at Western conference. Yeah, I'm looking Eastern at the West and Eastern standings. I'm not, I don't hit standings and it shows me here's the things for the NFC West. You know what I'm saying? Like in a, like uh, the NFL would. Yeah, because the the only impact that I can think of that it has is I'd imagine scheduling is you you probably yeah. more play team like the the Lakers are in the Pacific division. Yeah. Uh, like with the Warriors, so technically they're supposed to be like mm. divisional rivals, I guess. But I, like, all that means is that yeah. they play every year and play more often than yeah. teams that are in different divisions. I mean, I like the rivalries that divisions cause. You know, I like you're playing this guy how many times a year. You're gonna see them more. You're gonna be more uh, in contact with the fans and stuff like that. I like the rivalries it causes, but NBA just feels like a, I don't even know was a thing. So I guess. I, to me, I don't think they need it. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. Also, I wouldn't want them to, like, if they made divisions in the NBA, like mm. how they are in the NFL. Yeah. Where it's like the division champ goes on to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but also, the divisions in the NBA have a lot more teams, and there's a lot fewer of them. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I I like the system of only having conferences. Like, how would how would yeah. you feel about if they did that? If they made the NFL more like the NBA, well, where it's like. If there was yeah. an AFC West and AFC North, South East, or whatever, yeah. but ultimately it's, it's just the NFC, AFC. It's the top. The yeah. the ones that make it to the playoffs are the top um, eight or however many. I think the teams NFL. In the I think the NFL conference. does it well because it makes, like, it makes a thing where it's like, one like the top like these top teams might not make it because one of these guys in our division are gonna have to take their spot. So it's even more of a competition at the top. So it's like. When you're like, oh, the AFC or the, let's just say, like, if the NFC is so stacked, but somebody in the NFC, like, East is going to have to be in there instead of one of these guys that are going, like, you know, 13-3 and three or whatever it is. So I, I like it like that. I do like the rivalries it causes. But for me, like, the NBA, I'd rather have it just, like, you know, like, Eastern and Western Conference. Like, just be going on who's playing better. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm if... always more the fan of, like, for scheduling-wise, I'm always more the fan of... Let's play as many different teams as possible. You know what I'm saying? So if that could spread that out and like we could see guys in like teams in like every sport, like NFL, it's hard because you don't have like 32 games. But like playing the most different guys possible, so fans get that reach. Like oh the, like you know if like the like the Yankees came over here, it's like oh the Yankees are in LA. Like that'd be so sick. Yeah, well, and that's what the MLB is doing. Starting next year, they're changing their yeah. schedule to like they're going to balance schedules. I think is what they're calling it, where it's like 
you you play your divisional opponents less um, mm. so that you can play more yeah. teams. But that's how you grow your. That feels like how you grow your league, and you get fans to learn who these other guys and these other teams are by bringing them to your team. So you're like, if I'm like a team that's on the West Coast, I'm never playing the East Coast guys. Uh, as a fan, I'm not going to know these guys. I'm not going to be excited for them when they make the Pro Bowl or whatever. Yeah, I think I don't know if it's just because like that's how it is and we're used to it. Yeah. But I in in the NFL and the MLB, I I really like that there are divisions Me and too. a division winner yeah. and they go on to the playoffs. Um, to yeah. the playoffs. I wouldn't want it to be like the NBA. But in the NBA, I wouldn't yeah, want I wouldn't it to want be to like change. that. No, I, yeah. for, for some reason it just, it just feels like it would be it would be weird. Yeah. And yeah. maybe it's just cuz it's a different type of sport, but it, And because now like especially nowadays, like it feels like you don't need to play your division rivals multiple times for them to be your rival. Like guys that you play once a year could end up being your rival just because that game is so heated, you know, like the teams are so good. Like, like it, just say like, I keep saying the NFC East because the Giants and stuff, but like the Giants and the Cowboys are rivals, right? Because they're in the same division, but they both haven't been that good in a while. So it's like a rivalry of just trash cans. You know, I'd much rather watch... Toilet bowl. Yeah, I'd much rather watch like a team where it's like, oh, it's the it's the Bills and the Chiefs, that rivalry. I'm like, you don't play them twice a year, but it's a great rivalry because they're so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think I'm a better uh, league commissioner than uh, Mike Trout is being called out for right now? Because jo- did Jock Peterson said that... He said that he uh, is a coward or something. <laughs> yeah, this is... The, bro, the uh, the whole Jock Peterson fantasy football beef yeah, it's is so the funny. funniest thing ever. It's so funny. And, and the guy, the NFL guy that they're fighting over said that I love that they have him on my team and they're fighting for me. <laughs> oh, they said specifically that there was a yeah, there was player one they were guy, fighting for? Yeah, there was something like... Something involved Jock Peterson stashing somebody on his bench. Yeah, well, because what it was is... That it, it, if you if you guys haven't heard it's like the funniest thing yeah I love it to happen in sports in a while I think <laughs> is that when uh, is that pregame Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham they they were playing each other mm-hmm. and during batting practice Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson like got into it and he smacked Jock in the face <laughs> he got suspended for it and when they asked what it was about Jock Peterson said it was a Mm-hmm. Dis- disagreement about like in their fantasy football league <laughs> that he was going to jock out for yeah. it, it, it had to do with like stashing g- guys that are yeah. on the ir yeah like, if they're listed as injured you could stash them on your injured reserve and yeah. have another roster spot uh-huh. and he's like calling jock out for that and so he <laughs> smacked him. it's so funny because then like like and then it came out like it kept getting deeper and deeper. Mike Trout is their commissioner, <laughs> and then like did you see the GIF that apparently Jock Peterson yeah, sent? Because <laughs> at the time, uh, Fam was on the um, was on the Padres, yeah. and Jock sent the thing that's it had like the three people, like, thro- three people throwing up. Oh they yeah, throwing a, a like. It's like that strongman stuff where they yeah. throw weights into the air. And it's the, the the Giants, Dodgers, and the Padres. And the Padres one that like landed on his head. <laughs> because they, unlike the Dodgers and Giants, did not finish the season. Yeah. They, they choked up at the end. <laughs> I just love it, man. I love when I see, like, when we get a little inside scoop of, like, uh, like players just, like, normal lives together. No, them just, like, sending GIFs smack talking yeah. to each other's <laughs> real-life teams that they yeah, play Yeah, no, for. it's just hilarious. <laughs> when, when he said that... He responded to Jock and was like, "Jock, you don't you don't know me like that, or like, like yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know you like that. You can't be making jokes like that." <laughs> and do you think like if they had a 
like they had a MLB like fantasy, right? Do you think it's illegal to have your own guy? Do you think that's called insider trading? What do you mean? Like if like do you think it'd be illegal for Mike Trout to have Mike? Oh, Trout you, team? you mean if if. Okay, you mean if MLB players had an MLB player? Yeah, exactly. You think it's illegal? Think they, uh, like it's insider trading? <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine that it would be a good idea for baseball players to have fantasy baseball, <laughs> exactly. to play, fan, to play fantasy baseball. Because if me and you were in the championship and you had me and like you needed like another hit, I'm, I'd eat one for the team. I'm just going, <laughs> I'm not making contact that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I saw. Some people were, were like responding to it and the comments were like, they're players. They shouldn't even be involved in fantasy sports. Just it, it is a completely different yeah, sport. Yeah, it's a completely different sport. <laughs> I don't think them playing fantasy football impacts the, the integrity of their yeah, baseball exactly. game. Yeah, exactly. Mike Trout, I get it, man. It, it's rough out here being a commissioner. <laughs> you got dudes texting you. The worst is when I get a text at 3 a.m. that says, accept this trade when it goes through. I'm like, dear Lord, what are we going to No, if, if they send that before the text, oh, like, yeah. if, if it's not, hey, we just accepted a trade, could you send it through? If it's... Yeah, we're about to send a blockbuster. Yeah, be ready. Be, be, yeah, stand be ready. by. Yeah, I, I got one sent to me that was so bad. And I declined, like I canceled it, and then the the guy texted me and said, "Coward." <laughs> that was my family one too. That, that was like my uncle Scott texting me, "Coward." <laughs> he was trying to finesse Swaggy out or something. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thanks for watching, guys. Check out our TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. YouTube. <laughs> thank, thank you for tuning in. Hit like. Hit the like button or else. We'll know if you don't. Uh, it, hit like and subscribe if you want to see us both with buzz cuts next week. I promise you'll get a buzz cut. If we get at least 10 likes, I'll get a... If we get... If one person likes this video, I'll get a buzz cut. <laughs> you're gonna like... You're gonna like... Oh. Oopsies, oopsies. You caught me, you caught me. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> that was clean. <laughs>